If you're feeling grief and loss for your pre-mummy self, you are not crazy and you are not alone. I'm Dr. Krista Lau, your postpartum and family wellness consultant, and today's episode is about grieving for your pre-mummy self and life. Welcome to the Postpartum Wellness Show and join me in this exploration of motherhood, wellness and heritage. A quick disclaimer, my content does not replace medical advice from your health providers, so please see them for any medical concerns. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Postpartum Wellness Show. I'm glad to have you in today's episode where I'll be doing story time. I'll be sharing my stories and experiences with motherhood, mattresses, and postpartum. And if there's anything else interesting that I find, I'll absolutely share with you guys during one of these story times. But today is going to be a bit heavy. I'm going to talk about grief that's not related to a physical loss. In fact, it's grief related to feeling like you losing your old self before you became a mom or dad. I personally feel like this grief was really intense after having my first child and I didn't really have it after having my second, which makes me think that the transition to become a first-time mom, a first-time parent is, well, I mean, it is classified as a life-changing event to have a child. So I think with everything I have been brought up with as a modern woman, and the life that I had before moving to the States, before becoming a mom, all of that culminated into this intense sensation of grief after I've had my kid. So I hope today's episode will help those of you who are listening, if you've experienced this before, to validate that it's real. It's a thing. It's not just made up and you're not feeling selfish or dumb for having the sense of loss for your old self or your old life. And for those of you who are going through it now, I hope this gives you clarity and reassurance that you're not alone. And I highly encourage you to speak to someone that you trust. But also understand that not many people may get, quote unquote, get why you're feeling that way. Because we don't talk about this type of grief enough. A lot of the things that you find online when you look for, oh, stages of grief or what is grief. There's a lot about a physical loss, whether you've lost a spouse or those of you who've had a miscarriage, lost a child, or in natural disasters where you lose things and also people. But not enough is spoken about this sense of loss when you become a parent. So for myself, when I first started feeling this intense sensation of loss, I didn't know what to do with it. Because I had a healthy pregnancy. My birth experience was actually pretty good for a first time. Baby's healthy. I'm healthy. My mom came to visit. Sure, a bit stressful when you have a parent come stay with you, but, you know, nothing major. So I didn't understand why I was feeling this way because I really felt it, not just a deep, heavy feeling in my chest, but this pit in my stomach, like something is gone forever and that I was never going to get it back. And it's over was literally the feeling that I felt for quite a while. Now, this didn't really hit me immediately. This was about two months after I've given birth, uh, which ironically, thinking back, I think that coincided with my postpartum depression symptoms, which, you know, baby blues can hit about two weeks after you give birth and kind of drag on for about a couple of weeks before it self-resolves. That's what you know, on the clinician side, we say it self-resolves because it kind of goes away by itself and you start feeling okay again mostly related to hormones, understandably. But when things drag on, and for me, I started losing my appetite. I started to just not want to do things and just felt an intense sense of hopelessness or what the point of it all. So 
pretty clear depressive symptoms there, but at the same time, I felt grief, just so much sadness on top of the depressive symptoms. So the only way I could best describe it is like you're feeling sad for something that you don't even know what you lost, but you know you lost it. And then you're trying to figure out what you lost, but you just have no clue. But you're sad just all the time. And of course, for me, I just thought, oh, yeah, this is postpartum depression. So I did see a psych nurse where I was at the time. We were stationed in Alabama in the United States. And um, thankfully, I saw a psych nurse there. And I talked to her about what I was feeling. And she said, Crystal, you're having grief. And I said, why? (laughs) What for? And the thing is, I've tried asking some friends or just talking to them, like, I'm feeling a huge sense of loss. Like, why is this? Like, what did I lose? And they couldn't understand either. But obviously, we talked. They asked me some questions, even saying, like, you know, why would you feel like you lost something? You know, your pregnancy is fine. Everything's fine. And I don't think that my friends um, and loved ones were trying to discredit my feelings at all because they just didn't understand, just like how I didn't understand. And the more I tried to Google it and read it, it didn't, really didn't help my case at all. But what my psych nurse told me was so validating. And I felt the weight lift off my chest when I left her office that day, just talking about non-physical related grief, and especially the grief for your old self when you transition to be a parent, and especially for first-time moms. She said she had the same thing, which firstly, that opened up so many doors for me to really allow myself to feel because the first thing I felt was, okay, good, I'm not crazy. (laughs) I'm not making this up and I'm not being dramatic. She told me she felt the exact same way after she had her kids the first time and she felt an intense sense of loss for her old self. Why would that happen though? For me, thinking back about my situation personally, I think it was many things that would have led up to me feeling that way and grieving my old self. Number one is I grew up, and probably a lot of you too, a lot of you uh, moms and women out there, you grow up with the narrative that your life is over once you have a kid. Because, you know, now that you're a mom, you got to behave like a mom, which means sacrificing everything for your child and your family. You are no longer you, but you are what your family and children are, essentially. That's the message I grew up with, or at least that's what I understood. Part of going through all this grief has also brought up a lot of unresolved inner child issues, which I'm glad for it, but also it hurts a hell lot um, to have to face that while you're going through postpartum and figuring out how you want to parent and all of the wonderful stuff of being a first-time mom. But I really think that all of those stories that I've been told and the negativity that has been associated with womanhood and motherhood has really led me to believe once I held my baby in my hands and the reality of raising this baby really solidified. I felt everything that I wanted, every dream that I had, every ambition that I have was effectively over because I'm a mom now. Um, So essentially I was grieving for the loss of those things, but I thought I would have to lose them all to become a good mom. Um, Not only that, I was at a point in my life where I had left a strong medical career by choice, but it's still a transition from a position of 
somewhat power. I mean, you are walking around the hospital making literal life and death decisions, working every day, having my own money, and then moving to the States where you know, I chose to not continue with my medical career. So becoming the stay-at-home wife and then mom, again, thinking that I could do it was very different than doing it itself. And I wasn't prepared for how my ego would have taken that. So I think with all of those things together, first-time motherhood hit me really hard. And I really, really grieved for my old self. But after that session with the psych nurse, and she she had to tell me or rather give me permission that, look, you don't have to lose everything about your old self once you become a mom. Yes, some things have changed. And the key word here is changed. It's not that it's over. It's not that it's gone. I may not be able to do them immediately, but I could do them later. And I think we see that in a lot of our moms and aunts, you know, the women before us that once the kids leave home, they just transform into this someone else. And you're like, whoa, mom, you know, or aunt, I didn't know you would do that. And they're like, oh, yes, I used to before I had a kid. <laughs> Some of the stories you might hear. But yes, it was incredibly good to be validated by my psychiatric nurse and to feel that I wasn't crazy and especially that I wasn't being dramatic by feeling the sense of loss. So I engaged in it. I, I dove deep into all the stages of grief. I let them all wash over me. and But that's just how I manage all these intense feelings. That's how I've always done it. And I feel like I always come up better once I sit in them for a while because of the way my body feels when I do that and my brain as well. After a while of sitting in all of those different feelings and emotions, especially the negative ones, I literally feel my brain saying, you know, Crystal, okay, that's enough. I think we've done enough of this stewing. So, um, Let's move on. And I do move on better. I do progress and grow better after that. So I just want to put a message out there in today's episode that especially, you know, for those of you listening, you're a first-time mom, especially right now, you're going through this and you're feeling like you've lost something. Talk to someone because having someone even ask you questions and have you just think about exactly what you're feeling is going to help than you just sitting on it in your mind and Googling because, you know, Google leads you down on this black hole. I personally would recommend that because there's just something about sitting with someone in a room. Um, but also bear in mind that when you open up a conversation like this about deep grief and all these inner things within you, please ensure that you get some closure before you leave the session, even if it's you asking, can we do something to close this session so that I don't leave with all these overflowing emotions? I have left some therapy sessions without closure after opening up a bunch of things, and it was absolutely horrible. I still went back to the therapist a few times, despite my gut telling me not to because of how there was no closure. Um, but I thought, you know, let's give it a go. Maybe we haven't established a therapeutic relationship, but trust your gut. If closure is not what you're getting after sessions, please find someone else. But yes, even when you have a good relationship with your therapist, counselor, or whoever you're talking to, it's always worth finding something, either an activity or ask them, can you help me just find a closure to what we're talking about today? I think that's really important. 
is just to ground you again so you can function once you leave rather than get swept up with all of the emotions that comes with grief. So, you know, I, I hope this helps. And I'm going to give a little bit some information bits today as well on what was the origin of the stages of grief and what are the stages. In 1969, a Swiss-American psychiatrist, Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, she introduced the five stages of grief. Um, she mostly worked in hospice care where, you know, working with terminally ill people. And she published um, her stages of grief in her book called On Death and Dying. So that's the model that a lot of us have used clinically. The five stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And the thing about these stages, you don't go through each stage step by step. Because when it comes to all these chaotic feelings, you can hop from one stage to the other. It could happen anytime. So there are days when you could go through the acceptance stage in the five stages of grief and feel really good for like a week. And then you just go back to being in denial after a week. You know, based on my experience talking with patients, sometimes we use the word two steps back, one step forward. It'll feel like this, but just keep taking it. You might just need to change direction. So you're still taking some steps forward. I think with grief from my own personal experience, it's just up and down, going around in circles or in a maze through all these feelings until eventually the acceptance and hope part feels a lot longer and more permanent. You know, I hope this episode helps both you and if you are someone who may have noticed this in your spouse, partner, or loved one, if you have the capacity to hold space for them to talk about this, it could really help them with identifying what's going on and taking the next step. So with that, um, I hope this has been helpful and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.